Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, what up, gangsters? Today we've got a live case study. We're talking with Julian. He's dialed in from Albury. And he's in his gap year and he's about to start university. He's got six part-time jobs. Let's have a chat to him. Now, I asked uh, Julian, you know, what the favorite part of, his sh- of the show was. And he said, the banter likes that yeah cool. some people don't like it but yeah. julian does yeah look i was surprised to hear when you know all three people that listen to this podcast reviewed it and so they didn't like the banter that's what people come here for i know right it's just nuts yeah we can't be too straighty 180 no exactly actually funny thing i listened to episode if you're like a new listener don't listen to episode 110 <laughs> i listened to it the other day because i was gonna i was talking to someone about lifestyle inflation and i'm like i'll send you the episode but i wanted to listen to it first and i'm not sending it Dicey, because was it? we talked like pure smack for probably the first 15 minutes yeah it was it actually was rubbish but uh, <laughs> i think that's like the third episode i listened to and i thought it was great <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so for the new listeners start at episode 111 111 yeah yeah um now tell us a little bit about yourself julian and the dilemma that you have at the moment all right so um i'm in my gap year i finished year 12 uh end of last year uh i actually i find out at 2 p.m today if i actually made it into uni so whoop whoop um <laughs> And I'm moving down to Melbourne, hopefully, to go to university next year. So, I've um, been working pretty hard. I've got six jobs. Um, so, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I'm just saving up is for that, the accommodation. Is that the banter still going? You, you, or you actually have six jobs? No, I do have six jobs, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> and um, so, what That'd do you want to study uh, if you get into uni? And we'll, we'll assume that you will get into uni. You're pretty switched on. Um, um, yeah, so I want to study music and film. So outside of work, I record music at home and I've shot a couple of ads and done some freelance video work Sweet. for businesses this year, bought a camera at the start. What so, camera did you buy? A Panasonic GH5, if you know much about cameras. Ooh, really I, I've got a, uh, a Lumix uh, G85. Yeah, so the GH5 is essentially that, but on steroids. Ooh, I yeah. like steroids. Yeah. But not in my body. <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> You're listening to My Millennial Money. Thanks to Glenn, Aaron and John, I now earn more money than my working class relatives in Indonesia ever could. That's so bad. (laughs) Oi, true though. So your dilemma is you feel like, and it's almost at the end of the gap year anyway, Mm. you... Basically, oh, sorry, keep going. Do you want to finish your little story? No, that's, no. that's oh, you're pretty I'm much interested on the right as to anyway. yeah, what are the six, six jobs, jobs are and how many hours in each of them. Sure. So, um, I work at JB Hi Fi, um, which is uh, probably uh, around 15 to 20 hours a week. 
Yeah. Um, I work at the tax office, so I just do the night shift. I'm a supervisor there. So that's a the solid 20 hours a week. tax office has a night shift? Yeah. So in, in Albury, we- It's a major um, office, isn't it, in Albury? We process all of the paper returns from tax time. So the so night you, shift is coming to an end soon, but that's all we did, yeah. So at 19, um, you, you're keeping you, the enemy close? Pretty much, yeah, exactly. KGB. Um, <laughs> barely broke the threshold from last financial year because I didn't have all my jobs then, so whoop, whoop. Um, so that's 20 hours a week at the tax office, and then I work at Target, but after I got the job at JB Hi-Fi, I've cut that back just to one shift a week. Yeah. And then I've got three other jobs where it's just serving drinks at like the Aubrey Race Course, the Wodonga Race Course, and then um, another function room. So that's intermittent. It'll yeah, be like, so those you know, three ones are days. kind of tack-on ad hoc, you know. We've got an event, yeah. Saturday Arvo, come down. Yeah, so, exactly. minimum sort of 40 to 50 hours a week plus your additional contract work, yeah? Yeah, so on average about 50 hours a week. Yeah, great. Mm. And you're wondering how are you going to manage money and finances and life come uni next year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the accommodation that I'm staying at, it's about $330 a week, yeah. um, which is crazy but i mean it's right it's like right in the cbd and it's all your utilities and stuff paid for so yeah that's the that's the justification i'm giving myself yeah um I'm, and i'm only finding that i'm earning between like five to seven hundred a week right. um and i'm not feeling that going into my savings so i don't think i spend too much money i um i give myself a hundred dollars a week for like fuel and then you know if i go out with friends and have dinner or whatnot yeah but um so how much know. have you got in savings at the moment julia so I've only got. I'm with ING. I did read the Barefoot Investor, but um, What's all that? of the what? No joking. Um, all the steps were just a bit too complicated because, like, you know, I'm not saving up for. I don't have a mortgage to pay off or anything, so I've just got two accounts. So I've got. Let me check my widget. I've got five thousand nine hundred thirty-eight in my savings, and I've got fifty-five dollars left for this week. Awesome. And when does your next hundred dollars kick in? Um, next Wednesday. Sweet. Yeah, okay. Will you make it on fifty-five? Yeah. Yep. Sweet. I was only just because I had to. Um, I had to buy some some stuff. Yep. Do you have any debt? No. No. So I did. Um, I did have debt to my parents at the start of the year because they bought me a car while I was in year twelve, and I didn't have a job until I finished school. So will you need I a paid car next year? Well, that's the thing. Is um, I'm not sure. So for the first year, I'm kind of going to trial it and have it parked at my sister's place because she lives out in the suburbs. Sure. And then I'm thinking if I don't end up using it, if I'm going to be in the city for the next couple of years, I might as well just sell it. Yeah. My initial thoughts of going to Melbourne and uh, living in the city and having public transport so efficient is can the car. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you're saving, you know, probably 1500 just in rego insurance and yeah. all that crap that you don't need. But I, I'll, I'll go back to say, like, I, I, I presume your... Um, Hex or what is it? Hex, yeah, it's national scheme. Yeah. Scheme, yeah. So your hex or help is yeah. going to fund your university. Yeah, so I think that all the actual like course fees and all that will be paid for, um, and then I'll just have to pay that off with hex afterwards. Yeah, and I think overall the whole course that I'm going for is only about seventeen and a half thousand. So yeah. I'm hoping to pay that off within three or four years of completion. Sure. Just because I know a lot of people say that like um, you know, your hex debt barely matters, and people don't really notice it. It just comes out when you break a certain threshold of tax, but I feel like it'd be nice just to be completely debt-free. Yeah. I mean, again, I think that's just one of the things that we don't even bring it to the front of mind to worry about now. We just get through uni and then look at a plan to, to get rid of that. Um, yeah, exactly. To, yeah. I, I guess my initial kind of things are like, 
we don't get like there's no free pass on maths like mm-hmm. you know, i i think 330 dollars a week is absolutely nuts um yeah but if you're happy to work and juggle and make it happen uh knock yourself out but i think you've just got to somehow say out loud next year i'm not going into debt throughout university yep. i'm happy to maybe only keep you know two or three grand in savings for an emergency fund and you've just got to beg borrow and steal and get through uni like there's no yeah. magic wand for managing money through uni and i think if you can keep your hundred dollar a week spend capped because it's funny john like i always harp on to say you'll the you'll win with money at the shop counter and that's setting your weekly blow budget mm. to whatever that is but yeah. I mean, seventeen grand a year for rent is pretty nuts. Um, yeah, no, it's insane. So the only reason why we've done that is because um, we did try, like me and a couple of mates were moving down. We all tried to get like a share house or something. Yeah. But it's pretty much impossible for um, both like the real estate agents and the landlords and whatnot to trust a bunch of teenage boys from the country that have zero rental history, especially if we say we're uni students because they're expecting massive parties or whatever. Um, yeah. So the plan is to just to just be there for the first year, hopefully make some friends. And it's uh, technically a rental, like yeah. from, from a legal standpoint. So we'll have rental history and then we're going to try and yeah. find a place to live afterwards, hopefully out in the suburbs somewhere. For Julian, do you, do you get uh, any Oz study benefits or uh, anything else that comes in before you start working? I think it depends. Um, so, are you talking about like youth allowance? Yeah, like uh, depending on your parents' income as to whether they qualify for... Oz study for you while you while you are studying. Yeah, we we we're on the on the um on the edges of figuring that out because my my mum's like a high school teacher for a um, special needs school here, and my dad's like a director in the IT department of Charles Sturt or something. Right. Um. Okay. So we're gonna have to have a look, and I think they might earn too much. Yeah. yeah. I, Sounds like it might I, be someone the case. else told me that if you earn like twenty five thousand dollars within a fourteen month period or something of you finishing school you could um, have your income calculated separately from them and you can claim independence or something. Right. I, I think what I'll be doing is the the 3.30 a week, who's living in the house? Uh, so it's me and six other people. It's a seven-person unit. Was it a bloody mansion on yeah. freaking Burke Street or something? <laughs> yeah, so it's on it's on the Trove Street and uh, they've got two buildings. They're literally just building it now. Like I think it'll be done in uh, like two weeks or something. It's a cash Um, cow. So do you need something brand new in La Trobe? Can you get something 30 years old in La Trobe Street for half the price? Yeah, we did try. um, And surprisingly, out of all the independent um, student accommodations, they were actually the cheapest. Um, wow. The other the other ones are like 350 or... Are you contractually locked into that room of 330 for a fixed period of time? Uh, so there is a contract that I signed, but you can break free from that at any point. You just have to give them two weeks' notice, and yes. I think you have to pay an additional two weeks' rent or something before yeah, you can sure. leave. So there's basically nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what I just think it's off the chain nuts, like to spend three thirty a week, because um, you really want to. And I don't care if you're uh, earning a hundred grand a year, twenty dollars a year. You you just got to keep your rental income under twenty five percent. Uh, and 30% as a maximum of your net take-home. And yep. I'm okay with you getting down there, you know, building a bit of a network and meeting people and getting down on the ground, but I'd probably be setting a goal 
Oh, how long was the initial lease period without the break fees and all that? Six months? Uh, I think a, a year, yeah. A year, okay. So I would personally be setting a goal. It's like, you know, in six months, I can't be here more than six months. And maybe we build some relationships with the the other people in the share house and get something a little bit out of town because that that will come up and bite you because those weekly payments are going to come around fast. And I mean, a mm. part-time job, you wouldn't be earning $300 a week, would you? No. So, what's no, your so- intentions, Julian, for part-time work? Have you got anything lined up? Because obviously, oh, those jobs in Aubrey are not transferable as such. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, I can transfer at least two of the three jobs. So, JB High Five okay. um, all say they're happy to transfer me. Right. Um, Sweet. Target and the tax office are investigating it, but I'm still pretty new at Jabby Hi-Fi. that the tax office would investigate something, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll cop that. Um, and how many yeah, hours so, can you dedicate to those uh, part-time jobs? Once I'm in Melbourne? Yeah. No, I've got no idea. Yeah. But okay. um, that's one of the benefits of being casual, I guess, is um, is I can let them know when I'm available and whatnot. And the benefit is also that even if... I'd, regardless of whether I do or don't get a transfer across to jobs in Melbourne, I can always come back and pick up work in Albury when I'm on my holidays or whatever. Like all my jobs are happy to keep me on the book so I can earn some extra money if I come back. So when does the uni year start in March or something? Yeah, so I'm pretty sure my course um, starts end of February slash early March. Sweet. Um, but the actual contract starts on the 7th of January. So I'll be moving down then. Because okay. I'm figuring if I'm going to be paying that much, I might as well actually be living there. Um, well, yeah. If you're paying for it, you may as well live there. But I, I yeah. just think out loud, you've got to say, while I'm at uni, I've got no expectation to amass wealth and save money. Yeah. It's literally I'm working to live and I'm to working survive. to get through university. Yeah. And that whole period. And it takes a lot of pressure off yourself. Like you're there to like have fun, enjoy life, learn. But don't expect that you're going to be able to save ten grand a year mm. being yeah. at uni. Yeah, exactly. And if you can get through, if you can get through uni without any debt, other than the help or the hex, or whatever hex they debt. call it, and at the other side with still your minimal savings and a qualification and a good time, I think that's a win-win. Yeah. Okay. No, I agree. Cool. When I look I back to like my that. four years at uni, it was it was a case of survival. I didn't worry about my hex debt at all because that was going to take care of itself on the low interest rate that they're charging yeah. you. But again, that's a conversation for three years' time or whatever anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But uh, in, in the meantime, just getting yourself through and uh, managing your money and, and more importantly, um, doing some outside research into what it is that's going to grow your wealth long-term for the next 20 or 30 years. So that's reading and spending time around... Uh, the, the the influences in your life that can help you there. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's a good point. It's like you might not be able to physically save and invest while you're at university, but yep. if you are interested in, you know, growing your wealth and being great with your money long term, mm. certainly start to invest in your education that's free. Like, yeah, it's just, I, I just think you've got it like as somebody under 24 maybe, I think while you're you're establishing your career, you've got to keep your cash flow as lean as possible. Yeah. So no big financial commitments and trail of payments, and just be agile and lean, and get learned almost or learned whatever they say. 
So when you do land that job, you've got some, I don't know, you might be ready to pull the trigger on something. Well, you're growing your wealth of knowledge, aren't you? Not your bank balance. And I think that's much more powerful. And I think that's the pressure that, you know, everyone's running around, um, you know, the shoeless investor said this and I've got to do this and that. It's like, no, you actually just have to get through freaking school without any debt and not worrying about saving if you can't. Yeah, okay. Mm. So you I, think you, got- I think you might be right with that because I was kind of thinking of it as, you know, I need to finish with X amount of money saved up in my account. Um, I need to have this kind of foundation. But I am I- planning on, I'm hoping to do like an internship at like yep. a video agency because even though I'm going to uni to study music, um, I'll also be working on my video on the side. Um, so I think you're right, uh, John. I think I should probably just be focusing more on, you know, building up my wealth of knowledge and connections and just surviving uni rather than having like a solid financial base when I finish, you know what I mean? So putting it out there, Julian, this obviously may be too late to to have a strong conversation around, but do you need university in your actual line of work that you want to pursue? Well, realistically, no. Um, A lot of the things that you can, like, especially with video, um, I haven't done any form of formal education with any of my creative fields. Um, Everything that I learned about video production, I learned off YouTube. And I've done like freelance client work. Okay, I'm I'm standing up because I'm about to say something. That, <laughs> have you ex- so you'll find out if you get into uni? Yeah, there's obviously a census period. Yeah, and all that crap. This is what I would do. Can you still? Well, can you still stay at the uni house or that accommodation without being a student or in uni? Nah, you have to give them your letter of offer. Okay, give them the letter of offer, <laughs> and then have another gap year in Melbourne and go and work at connections this i'm just throwing it out there i mean yeah don't do what i say just do you want, do you want me to stand up too i feel like this is a team yeah, effort. Yeah. hang on let me stand up yeah so what if like <clears throat> keeping the mantra of i'm not going into debt next year keeping the mantra of i'll be in melbourne you know the big city yeah i mean it's like one of those things if I'm employing someone in the creative world to do something for my... And I've spent thousands of dollars with creative people. I actually don't care if they've been to uni or not, if they've got a good outcome or a good product. Yeah. Like, yeah that's, that's I, I'd be more well interested is... to go, is there any short courses that can just... I don't know. I, yeah. I The reason I brought that up, Julian, was I've got a, a, a good friend who does a lot of... Um, uh, graphic designing, filming, videoing, and he's a he's a jack of all trades, very talented guy, and he's just brought on an eighteen year old who had um, had been doing it part time with him through his high school years, and this guy's come in full time now with no formal qualifications other than high school, and is uh, is better than anyone that he would um, he would find uni qualified because he's tried and tested a, a number of. Um, kids and is um he's got no hex debt no concerns he's still living at home so yeah there's um i'm not i'm not saying can you uni degree either but just question why you're actually doing it because 30 how many years ago 15 years ago i was told yeah go to uni get yourself qualified and um and set yourself up through there but looking back on it university gave me great life skills um, fend for myself, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But did it create the the real uh, wealth and knowledge outcome that I needed in my life? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. 
I was kind of thinking that a little while ago, a couple of months ago, I was thinking whether I even needed university. Um, and I think the reason why, I, at least initially, I'll, I'll gun it is because um, just for the sake of like the industry connections um, and also especially my gap year while I've been trying to work on music and, um, and video production because I've been in my spare time trying to teach myself how to play like piano and electric guitar and try and add to my repertoire. Um, it's just like it's almost too much to handle at one point. And so with uni, if it's all structured and I can focus on music and a structured environment and then focus on my other stuff outside of that. But conversely, with that overhead of you needing 330 a week for rent, $100 for living costs and everything else, mm-hmm. like you're going to have to be earning 30 grand. Yeah. To live in Melbourne and study. Yeah. I so, haven't really thought I, of it like that. I think you're right. Maybe I should try and set like a six month goal then and be like, you know, cause we're going to be living with, you know, five, me and a mate are living with five other people. Um, and you know, we can decide out of that group, you know, if there's three of them and we go, Hey, look, we've really enjoyed living with you guys. We obviously know that this can work. Let's get out of here. That could be a good, op- yeah, good I, idea. I would almost be yeah, challenging. Like I'm a fan of people going to uni and all that, but I don't know, like, well, I There's just, just so many opportunities online to actually have a fulfilling and rewarding career and a well-paid career. And the concern with that particular industry is also at the end of those, is it three years or four years, Julian? Uh, three years. Three years. So at the end of the three years, is what you've already been taught at university outdated because of the way that um, a lot of these industries are moving? And, and can you get more value out of internships, volunteering here and there? It sounds as though you time chunk your week pretty well because you're working 50 hours plus some, also doing side gigs um, with your music and film. So can you, can you time chunk your life in, an, in another way that says, well, if the 16 hours a week I was going to spend at uni, I spend absolutely 16 hours um, – doing some other type of, uh, of work that's going to far progress my, um, my life in, in terms of that passion. Yeah, because I guess the benefit too of that would be that, like you said, you don't have that overbearing hex debt and um, you're getting a lot more real life experience. Well, yeah, the hex debt I'm not worried about because 20 grand in the scheme of your life, I mean, mm. whatever. Um, yeah. It's more, you know, I, I would personally be inclined, and this is just what I would do if I was in your position. I'm not saying it would suit you, but if I woke up in your shoes, mm-hmm. I would be more like, I'm going to go to Melbourne, be in the city, still work my jobs, you know, might work 25 hours a week, and then put the effort into my side hustle. And that's my video, my my online music stuff, and um, create some type of YouTube channel, blog, online course. I mean, my online course that I do, I mean, that sells like people, random people all over Australia buy it who aren't even associated with the podcast. Um, yeah. And I just think if uni, maybe in three years you might go to uni, maybe in two years. I don't know. Or do you do uni? I'm doing part-time uni and I'll do it over six years. So at least you're still getting that. Uh, formal qualification mm. but in terms of value for your time you've you at uni less you can work a bit more and free up your head space um and the real estate in your head to devote to building your thing on the side yeah okay because what john was saying is absolutely right like you really don't need um 
especially for creative industries, they don't really care about your qualification. They always look at your body of work. Totally. Um, I've got a friend of mine who's a mixing engineer over in the US. And I was asking him about going to audio school a couple, I think when I was in year 10 or 11. Go to yeah, a freaking saying, course in um, Hollywood or LA. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he was saying is like, no one's going to look at your, um, like particularly in the world of music, no one's going to look at your qualification. They're going to want to listen to your portfolio or your mixes. They want to see your body of work. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, m- maybe. And I, I would know. challenge the whole industry connection thing of going to uni. I mean, in terms of financial planning, I'm at the top of the industry tree um, and know, you know, most people. Um, and I didn't go to university. Yeah, it's just exactly. People's so business. anything, every business mm-hmm. is a people business. Yeah, so mm. you, you just got to have the gumption to get out there and identify the the big dogs in your industry and knock their door down and say, how can how can I help See, and I volunteer? I think there'd be and... better value to volunteer one day a week or half a day a week for free yeah. at your ideal creative studio yeah, and go, hey, I want to work for you half a day a week for six months. Yeah. I'm yours, whether it's mopping the floor or, you know, doing loose cuts or whatever. Mm. Um not a hairdresser, is it? Not loose cuts, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, that makes sense. Loose cuts, yeah, that's a thing. But anyway, we're out of time. But mm-hmm. sorry, sorry for just, turning your life upside no, no, down, Julian. The, but uh, yeah. I think it needed to be done. Yeah, no. Well, I was gonna. I was already planning on doing something similar for video anyway. Like I found a couple of really small um, video agencies that that haven't been approached by universities for placement. And yeah, I was just going to essentially be um, what some people refer to as a lens bitch, where you just. Uh, like clean lenses on sets. Like I'm happy to do anything as long as I can kind of be around them and totally prove. I my mean, value. I would be a lens bitch, mm. like because I I like video editing and I like yeah. being, you know, if I was you know rich and didn't have to work and all that, um, I would go and do a course at like a director TV course in a private school in Sydney. Yeah, like an Australian film school or whatever it's called. I've looked at the website. Yeah, but it's just not now. Maybe in the future. But um, anyway, but I, I think, yeah, my key takes for anyone listening is don't worry about saving money while you're at uni. Your goal to get through uni is to have fun, pass and educate yourself about options once you've finished university and keep to your weekly budget. Keep to your $100 a week to live off and then set that system in place so when you do finish uni and land a full-time job, you will still have that habit and behavior that I don't spend more than X a week on money whistles and moon pies. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Thanks for sharing your story, Julian. Thanks, Sweet. Julian. No thanks for having and me, thanks guys. thanks for being a listener. I, I really enjoy it. No, it's good. I'm really liking this podcast. No worries. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks, I might. Um, yeah, I hope that helped. Um, yeah, it definitely has. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears.
Any advice in this podcast is of a general nature only and has not been tailored to your personal circumstances. Please seek personal advice prior to acting on this information. Before making a decision to acquire a financial product, you should obtain and read the product disclosure statement relating to that product. Opinions constitute our judgment at the time of issue and are subject to change. Neither the licensee, any of the National Australia Group of Companies, nor their employees or directors give any warranty of accuracy, nor accept any responsibility for errors or omissions in this podcast. Glenn James, Urban Getter Approach Limited, trading to sort your money out, are authorised representatives of Apogee Financial Planning Limited, AFSL 230689. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.